honesty and truth amidst a lying culture. Welcome back. This is Alexi Felix with Chaos in Christ, and I appreciate you hanging out with me. Today, we're going to be diving into exactly what the title is talking about, and we're going to look into scripture to see exactly how we're supposed to be dealing with this. Now, we're looking at the media, and we're seeing uh, new articles being released about the mask mandates and the COVID-19 lockdowns that took place in 2020 for a period of time. And there's just been a lot of revealed data being shown, but also not a lot of correction or apologizing coming from these corporate elites and media conglomerates that have pushed down a narrative to us so consistently that if you bent the rule, I guess, against them, you would have been considered somewhat of a of a witch in the Salem witch trials. They would have been racing after you to burn you at the stake if you go against exactly what they were teaching and talking about. But that's nothing new. I mean, this is what the culture is about, and this is what the media has been about. It has been a little bit longer than just 2020, but 2020 was the catalyst of all revealing of the wickedness that is behind the scenes that we did not pay attention to. And so what we are going to be looking at is just understanding what truth is and how God views it in scripture, how he teaches us to view it and how we're supposed to operate through that. Well, first of all, we are commanded by God to live in truth with one another. If you look at Ephesians chapter four, verse 25, therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. So, The idea here is not just an idea. The scripture is saying, because we are in Christ, we are to put away all falsehood, which would be lying, which means that we are to speak the truth to one another with our neighbor. And our neighbor is not just a person who lives next door to you, who rents above you. Our neighbor are another human being, the common man and woman who is in the same image of God. We are to not lie to one another, but to live in truth with one another because we are members of one another. We are of the same species. If I had to explain that in this time of uh, day, yeah, I guess I do. But we are clearly human beings all together. Doesn't matter what color you are. Doesn't matter what type of job you have. It does not matter really politically what you believe on that spectrum. It does matter based on your belief in whom you serve as God. That's what we as Christians are here for, to speak the truth and love, but ultimately the truth of the one true God. But even then, we have this commonality with one another that we are members of one another. We are humans together. And therefore, we're supposed to, especially Christians, put away falsehood. Colossians chapter 3 verse 9 then reads, Do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Who is the creator? God. God is the creator. He has created us. And then he has called us not to lie to one another because we are no longer those people. He now is speaking to those that God has elected, taken out of the world and has given them grace and now they are a part of his church redeemed by the blood of his son christ so all those old practices of lying is to be do away with 
We don't do that with one another because we are no longer that old person. We are new, which is consistently being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So we we live in accordance to God's word and his will. And he is taking us through a process of sanctification and renewing our minds and has renewed us in our spirits that we are not to speak lies to one another. Truth telling is an integral part to the authentic godliness that we live out. It is integral. Look at Psalms chapter 15 and starting in verse 1 through 3. O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. Who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend. It is an integral part. And the only people that can walk with the Lord to dwell with him in heaven, to dwell with him in his holy hill, are those who walk blamelessly and do what is right, speaking truth from their heart. And we're not to lie about one another. We're not to put each other down. We are not to bear false witness on one another. Because again, as the passage says before in Colossians, we are new creatures. And God has created us as new, so therefore we are to operate in newness of life. Slandering has been exactly what this culture has been doing, has been exactly what the institutions of this culture has been doing. And we do it to each other now as well. Because we have decided to pick a side, decided to believe a specific narrative that is fed to us. And in that narrative, we have adopted an ideology. And so now we're divided. And now we slander one another. We will tell someone, another human being, that they that you hope they die because you saw them not wearing a mask in the Isle of Jewels. And that would hope that their children would die. I am not exaggerating when I say these things. There are videos, countless of videos on Instagram that I surface and pass through of, of citizens taking recordings on their phone, seeing these irate, delusional people saying the most obscene and evil, wicked things that one could say. And then lying about it. And will lie to everyone and slander their neighbor to uphold the specific narrative that the media and the culture and the corporate conglomerates and the elite politicians have told us is supposed to be, quote unquote, following the science. And we will slander one another and we would do evil to one another. How many killings have been taking place? What has happened in California with the police, with the homelessness in Chicago, where I'm from, and the homicide rates going up tremendously? New York and the consistent robbery and theft of retail stores broad daylight? If we're not being influenced by the culture and this ideology of oppressed versus the oppressed, or the oppressor, I should say, and we look at the whatever the media tells us is the oppressor as a means for us to justify our wicked ways. I mean, that right there, that right there is proof that outside of Christ, outside of his truth, we will be susceptible into a culture that tells us how to live and what to think. And our religious minds, regardless of whether you call yourself religious or not, will live religiously. And you're going to attach yourself to some specific ideology one way or another. But in those ideologies, outside of God and his word, we lie to one another. We lie to one another very badly. 
And Christians have been doing this too. Even those that would claim that they're Christians. And in America, apparently everyone's a Christian at this point. But they'll take specific parts of truths and then mix it in with their pagan ideas and then call it Christian. And it's not. It's not what the Bible teaches. Lying to one another about COVID-19 without actually doing the research, without actually looking into this thing and seeing what is really happening with the vaccines, with the mask mandates, with how many real deaths have been taking place that were purely from COVID and who are the demographics of people that are truly dying from this thing purely from COVID-19. I've done it. And when I looked into it, I realized we are being completely gaslighted and the information has been extremely exaggerated to get in a reaction out of the people of the culture to what well to panic and to fear to then look to them for the answers that's what we've been doing that's what we're doing to now and we do it to each other and so we claim we know what is happening and we tell each other that that they need to die or they are no longer invited to family dinner Because you're lying to them about quote-unquote information you have heard but have not really done the work on. And even if you did and came into a conclusion that this is something you need to be concerned about, you have lied to these people or slandered them and have told them that they are responsible for killing grandma. I mean, it's it's pure and and all-out wickedness, but Christian... Hear this, that if you lie, you're not just sinning and committing a sin, one of the commandments. You are acting as a child of Satan. Jesus himself says that those who lie are of their father, Satan. John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies... He speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when we lie and slander, when the media lies and slanders, when the CDC lies, when our our own president lies and slanders a group of people, what are they doing but acting like the child of Satan himself, the the lower G God of this earth, of this world, the powers of the air? They are operating exactly how Satan has called them to operate. Again, these things, what we're seeing isn't about oppression and the oppressor, isn't about white privilege and black lives mattering. This is a deeper level of, of serious sin taking place in the, in the place of the heart, which has been corrupted by sin and unrighteousness and the suppression of, of the truth of God. And, and this is what you get. This is exactly what happens in, this, in a culture that has rejected God and the truth. So don't be surprised, but know, Christian, that if you too have partaken in this, you need to really self-examine and stop and think and maybe even repent. Because if you are lying, you are acting as a child of Satan himself. Here's another example of lying taking place from an article I found uh, entitled COVID lockdowns prove ill-founded, but media ignores. Yeah, so the media has... You know, not touch based on any of this stuff that has been taking place. But we see now that COVID-19's lockdowns had nothing good to do or bring about except for the catastrophe of the economy, for the suicide rates that have, were risen up, for the livelihoods that were destroyed. Those were the real pandemics that we were seeing but not you know, being told about. We were lied to about these lockdowns. 
that apparently was supposed to save millions. And indeed, by the words of Lord Dr. Fauci himself, did indeed save millions. But in reality, as I'm reading here on the article, the reporter asserted that while the lockdowns cut death rates by at most, at most, 0.2%, they indirectly caused substantial deaths associated with the lockdowns, like the increase in drug overdose, deaths of 78,056. The study went so far as to conclude lockdowns should be rejected out of the hand, <laughs> like just completely thrown out the window. This is in stark contrast to the claims by many leading health experts like Dr. Anthony Fauci, who have claimed the lockdown saved quote unquote millions of lives and were worth the damage it has caused to the American people and the economy. John Hopkins is arguably the top university in the world in healthcare related fields, so this report is unimpeachable and demanding of full coverage. But then the article basically tells us that unfortunately the media isn't going to do that. They're definitely not backtracking, they're not lying. Uh, my apologies, they're lying, but they're not going to apologize. There's no coverage of this whatsoever, though these reports from reputable institutions that have been known for, for the culture for many years, it's just going to be ignored. And the John Hopkins study has received no mention on any of the, the major networks that one would call liberal, which would be CNN, of course, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and NBC, all ignoring the anti-lockdown findings after having spent much time of the pandemic shaming those states that will be considered red with minimal restrictions and events deemed by critics as super spreaders. So these guys completely have lied to us, completely lied about it, and then when the truth comes out, we'll ignore it and won't tell you anything about it. That is a lie. That is a lie. Here's another little uh, section of this article that I definitely want to highlight and read. As with the global news article, the left has even questioned the psychological well-being of lockdown critics similar to what was done in the Soviet Union to those criticizing the party line. We have seen the same treatment of those who questioned the party line about COVID coming from a wet market and not the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which most scientists now agree was likely the origin of COVID-19. So not only were we lied to, we were then gaslighted into, be, into questioning our own sanity because we questioned the magnitude of these lockdowns and how, how really did they work. But, but, but the mere question of it meant that they were going to wonder what, whether your psychological mindset was proper. If indeed you were potentially losing your mind and, and losing yourself because you were questioning these measures that were supposed to, quote unquote, bend the curve, protect the people, save lives. This is wicked and evil and so many fashions I can't really bother to explain or to, to get into because it would just be a lot of words I'm just trying to put together that should convey the same thing, wickedness and lies. Suddenly, as of right now, they are admitting that the masks and the mandates did little to nothing to stop the spread of COVID and in fact might have contributed to it by enforcing these draconian lockdowns on the people. But would they apologize? Of course not. They're not going to apologize for that. But their polls have recently shown that they are, you know, not doing too hot with the people. 
with their policies that they have put in measure, resulting in some concern from the elites to come in November. So the removal of mass mandates has nothing to do with them following the science. They just see that the polls aren't looking too hot for them to win the next coming election. So you're seeing that they are now saying, admitting that the lockdowns weren't necessary, if anything, not really good, and the masks don't work at all. Though many conservatives, many believers were already saying these things. But if you would have said that just merely a couple months ago, you would have been a witch in the Salem witch trials and you would have been burned at the stake because you dared to say no. There were experts that came out and spoke about masks, experts in masks, the technology of developing masks and the micro materials that would tell us that this was insufficient, won't do anything to protect us from COVID-19, but they were shut down and canceled as cancel culture does to any narrative that is counter to their narrative. There is no debate allowed totalitarian ideology. But now, with the midterms coming around, the election coming around, they are pretty much lifting these mandates. But do not be deceived. They don't do it because they care about you or that they suddenly are following the science that has changed. The science was was basically placed as a god, a false prophet for them, for us to, to be gaslit. So every time they change their mind, they would just point you back to the science and how dare you question it. But the very essence of science is that we question. And if you forgot that that's what science was, then you could have been a little bit brainwashed. You know, there, there's a little psychosis taking place and they're doing it on purpose. Why is this important? Why do I care to, to speak about these things? Well, in the ninth commandment, God prohibits false witness. This all predicates against the the commandment of God. So this is just a direct sin against God's law. So no wonder we are getting exactly what we get. Exodus chapter 20 verse 16 says, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. But some of us view the media, the CDC, celebrities, and corporate conglomerates, the tech giants, as some sort of higher being than us. Some superhumans as we speak. Because as soon as they put something out there, as soon as they give you a sort of idea or ideology, I mean, we turn on each other for it. Big time. They'll just cause us to have arguments and debates on social media and we get evil and wicked with one another. So even if there is one side that is vehemently fighting against tyranny, in their, in their passion against tyranny, they sin against their neighbor by lying to one another and, and aggressively arguing and fighting one another and even cursing one another and calling each other fools. There's, that's sin. But we are being controlled and manipulated by these media outlets. And you think that you're arguing against them, but they have power over you when they can trigger you in such a way to fight one another. You see how crazy that is? That is deceptive and is and it goes deep. Bearing false witness is wicked. There's a reason why God is against it. They are people made in the image of God with the laws of God written in each of their hearts. So these conglomerates, these media outlets, these tech giants, the corporate giants, the elites, the politicians, and, and these celebrities, all that, you know, all of them that we take our cue from, they too are our neighbors who bear false witness to us about the real disinformation that they propagandize constantly to us. 
So they are in direct violation of breaking this commandment, regardless if they don't acknowledge who God is at all. But they deep down inside know that they are without excuse. Romans teaches us this. We are without excuse. What can be known about God is plain to us. So it is plain to them too. Those that lie to us. Those media outlets. Those politicians. Those celebrities. All of them. Those washed up rock stars that would threaten to pull their music from an outlet because of a person who just simply asks questions and is open to hearing all sides. Those people that we take our cue from, they are made in the image of God. They too will be held responsible for the law that God has established. It's not just for you, Christian. But by grace through faith in Christ, you have been set apart from the matrix. You have been awakened from this world system. And now you know the truth. Now you know the truth. But they too know the truth. And they are suppressing it in unrighteousness because the law of God is written on every man's heart. Look at Romans chapter 1 verse 14 through 15. For when Gentiles who do not have the law, that is that they were given the law as Moses gave to the Israelites. By nature though, do what the law requires. They are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them. Social justice, what we deem as moral, not taking one person's life from another, that doesn't come from a place of morality. Your morality comes from a source that is truly good and true. And it begins with the first one, the first person, the one who eternally exists, necessarily exists, God. So his law is written in our hearts because we are made in the image of God. His very fingerprint is in our lives. We are made up in that DNA. There is no running from it. Suppress it all you want, but you will be held accountable for it. You will be under that accountability. You will be judged under that law. And we show it every time we argue on the basis of morality by borrowing from the Christian worldview. It just only proves that the law of God is written in our hearts. And so they too know the truth. And this is the truth of which not even the unbelievers can escape from. God makes himself known and therefore requires of us to keep his law. Unrighteousness though is what causes these men to suppress this truth. If they suppress the truth that is declared before their face in the condition that they are in spiritually, how much more to us when they are in pursuit of power? And if you think this is truly about health anymore, I really don't know what to tell you. You are blind and you don't see and you have made the God of this world your God and you are, are basically in self-preservation to save your own life. So whatever these these bigger people that you deemed have the information and that are quote-unquote following the science say to you, you then follow religiously and do what a good foot soldier will do. Turn on those who don't abide by the narrative. But let's not just point the fingers. Because are we better than they? The media, the social media giants, uh, the celebrities, 
the corporate billionaires, I mean, the globalists, are we better than them? Do we lie to one another? That's the question. Do we bear false witness to one another, even on a small scale? That is the question. Do we suppress the truth in unrighteousness and tell others that in their unrighteousness, it's okay? And in fact, you celebrate that with them. You celebrate them in it. Did you ever need to be revealed by the government that government is corrupt and the politicians were corrupt? I think most people knew this. But aside from them, do we do that to one another? Here's another great question, especially in our culture today. Is the truth absolute in our lives? Do we have an absolute truth or is it relative? Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. That's how we we should live amongst each other. Have, Have you thought about that? The chaos isn't so much coming from simply the elite against a perfect but unforgivably oppressed people. The oppression is practiced amongst ourselves. We do it to one another. And we accept the tyranny of sin and Satan. We bind each other to that very same tyranny by denying freedom in Christ. Our elites are simply a reflection of our hearts and they are judgment for what we ask for. And I would encourage you to take some time in scripture and go to Romans chapter 1 verse 18 down to verse 32. Seriously, take some time, dissect it. Literally, go before the Lord and see what is happening in that passage. And then, and then think about the culture. And then when you think about the culture, think about yourself, who you've been, how you've been with others. And I think you will be blown away at the truth of what the Word of God teaches us. Guys, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's in John chapter 14, verse 6. You need to not allow yourself to be deceived because we are just as responsible and practice the same wickedness with our own heads, our own minds, to our own people in our own little circle. Everything that we are vehemently angry with on these elites or the rich man, you know, those those quote unquote with white privilege, everything we think that that person is doing to us, we have done to others. And if you say you haven't, you are a liar and you make God to be a liar. And that is sin. God is not a man that he should lie. But if you claim that you have no sin, then you don't practice the truth. Look at First uh, John. First John deliberately speaks about this. Those that walk in darkness who practice in it. If you make unrighteousness a practice, if you practice in darkness, then you are not Christian. You are not saved. You do not practice righteousness. Righteousness is not in you. You do not have Christ. Christ does not know you. And if you think there's some other source, or if you think social justice is the way, and you Christian, progressive Christian, think that you must do your part in this social justice movement in order to, to, I guess, find salvation then you have practiced unrighteousness and you do not know the truth and the truth is not in you. There is only one truth, Christ Jesus, and he is the only way to the Father. Again, John chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's only one truth, Christ Jesus, who came to this earth to take these very sins that we see prevalent in our culture destroying us how it corrupts us and completely this this just creates abominations before god i mean look around look what's happening that's exactly what's happening this blows my mind i look at the scripture and i realize 
Everything that the word of God has taught and says is true. And if you can't see that, it's because you are in unrighteousness. You love the darkness rather than the light. Look at the beginning chapters of John and you will understand what I'm saying. There's only one truth, Christ Jesus, and he is the only way. And we are to repent and be free, to be not self-deceived, but to ask ourselves, are we just as guilty of the very same things that we are so vehemently and passionately against when it comes down to the quote-unquote elites and the tyranny that they're bringing on us. Make no mistake, they're definitely bringing tyranny upon us. They are definitely sweeping an ideology across the land that has caused us to abandon the word of God and his truth. And because of that, we are seeing chaos. But you have had chaos in your own personal lives way before 2020. Because the very same things we are angry about and call evil and wicked over there has been happening within our hearts. And if indeed you are not in Christ. So I plead with you in hopes that this helps you to awaken and realize that there is freedom of sin. There is forgiveness. There is truth. And the truth is found in Christ. He came and died on that cross and took your sin so that you too can have eternal life and be reconciled to God the Father. So I would encourage you that if this is, you know, kind of where you're at and you and you recognize that you too are guilty of this then repent just go back to him and ask for forgiveness and turn from your wicked ways and live not by lies because that is what this culture is going to want you to do that is what totalitarian totalitarian governments consistently and historically have been known to do is to convince you that you are not what god has created you to be flipping everything upside down the truth is a lie, and now the lie is the truth. But you have been called to live not by lies, but to be in truth, which is in Christ, and then to speak the truth with your neighbors. Regardless of what the media does, what the government does, God will be the one who, ex who exacts justice and vengeance over those that hold responsibility over us. We are to pray for them. We are to be bold in preaching the gospel and proclaiming the truth. And we are to know that we must rather listen to God than men. Turn to Christ and be free. And if this serves as a reminder and encouragement, then I, I thank God. May this be something that changes your perspective and helps someone else out as you engage in society and in culture, speaking with your colleagues. If you are in Christ, you are of the church, you are a salt you are a light in the midst of darkness. Our purpose on earth is to glorify God, preaching the gospel and making disciples. Do not forget it. Do not lie to one another. But practice the truth. If you found this valuable and important, then please share this with a friend, family, and acquaintance so that maybe they too can see what the word of God says and challenge their perspective. And please follow like, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications every time a new episode is released every week. And consider supporting this podcast by picking up your out-of-context apparel found in the show notes descriptions and receive a 15% discount using my link. I am, I am planning to use all that to put it back into this podcast to serve you more and to provide resources and, and better conversations and interviews down the line. Know that that's, my, that's where this is at. 
And that's what I, I plan to do with that. So you purchasing anything from Out of Context, it's a Christian small business. They will give me a small little kickback. And then from there, I reinvest it back into the podcast and expand the work that I believe God has called me to do. Also, visit my link to my website, Chaos in Christ, and leave a review and a voicemail. Tell me what you would like for me to speak about, pray about, and encourage you about, and potentially get your voice featured on the next episode. But until next time, thank you for hanging out with me. And remember, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.